Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the podcast. Today, I'm going to have a real talk with you about the A word, accountability. What is accountability? Don't worry, we'll talk about that and why you need to hold yourself accountable. So let's go. Hey there, welcome to Time Management for Single Moms. Do you want to have time for yourself? Do you find yourself feeling more like a caretaker and struggle with enjoying motherhood? Do you wake up with big ambitious goals only to feel overwhelmed and frustrated when you get distracted and have no time to yourself or the laundry again? Hey, I'm Victoria. I too was a scatterbrained single mom. I too felt stressed out over my daily mom chores and wished I could stop the anxiety-inducing to-do list. I wanted a plan to have time for my priorities and to take care of myself, but I kept telling myself I didn't have time, didn't know how, or didn't have the discipline to make it happen, until I found a simple time management system. In this podcast, you will discover quick and easy task management techniques, stress-free scheduling hacks, and personalized productivity strategies so that you can effortlessly organize your life. So grab that iced coffee, pop those earbuds in, and let's dive in. Alrighty, so I want you to think about one area in your life that you struggle with. Is it keeping your home clean? Is it maybe staying consistent with working out or eating healthy? Or maybe it's making sure that your child's stuff is prepared for school or sports events or whatever it may be. Or maybe you're not consistent with even teaching them how to do that. I know I had trouble with that. I wanted to do everything, but then I realized, no, there's some things that are age appropriate to teach my (laughs) five-year-old. Either way, you know exactly what it is, and you also know that you most definitely have tried and tried to do better. You've tried to be more organized, you try to write a list, to set reminders, timers, whatever it may be, and you've done all the things to to, quote-unquote, be a better mom. And you keep failing. And you keep thinking, I guess this is just the way I am. I guess I'll never be able to be an organized mom, be a healthy mom, be a patient and kind mom. Um, Yeah, I've been there. That was me. And some days I do fail. Some days I fall flat on my face. Um, Some days I don't read my Bible Some days I let my emotions get in the way of being kind, loving, and patient, and it's hard when that happens, but I will also tell you that that that's not my normal anymore, and although it has taken me a while to humbly accept my reality and my circumstances, it has made me better in all areas of my life. And this is possible for you too. So today we are talking accountability. So what is accountability? Well, let's get into the actual definition. Did a quick Google search and it says that when it's account, a person is held accountable, it means that they are required or expected to justify actions or decisions. Another word for that is responsible. 
So to make it more clear, it means that you are responsible for your actions. And I mean all of your actions, even the ones from the past, even the actions you are ashamed of and cringe at now and don't even want to think about. Why? Because when you take responsibility for everything, and I do mean everything in your life, that is when you grow up and mature into the woman that you know you want to be. The woman that you dream of and think of in your mind, the woman that you read about in Proverbs 31 in the Bible, that woman who is on top of things, there for her children, and if you're married or you get married for her husband, who is taking care of the household, even doing business, providing for the home. And if you're listening to this podcast, (laughs) which I'm very glad that you are, and I'm proud of you, there's a slight or maybe a great interest in you wanting to better yourself. And for all good reasons, you have a lot of responsibility and there's no escaping that. (laughs) I'll be the one to tell you there's no escaping that. And now, before I share a little more on this, I want you to know that I am for you. I am here to help you and encourage you to be better. I'm not here to bring you down, to tear you down, um, to belittle you. No. What I am telling you and sharing with you is the same things that I have told myself that I've also been able to share um, kindly and lovingly to my sister because we kind of were in the same life situation at the same time. And the reality of today's society is that everyone wants all the things all the time. We want all the pleasure, all the comfort. And there is a time to play, but there's also a time to work. You can't have one without the other. And if you only have one necessarily, if you specifically, if you have just play, then you're basically a child. (laughs) But that being said... It seems like today, whether you go on social media, in the real world, people around you, people don't want to work. Oh my goodness, I feel like I sound like Kim Kardashian. People don't want to do the work. But I have my opinions on that, not getting into that. But my point is, is that if you want a reward, you have to do the work. You have to work hard. You have to put in the daily effort and do what is necessary to get there. It doesn't just happen overnight it doesn't just happen after doing three days of whatever it is it is good to want those rewards it is good to for those of you who want to be married yes even as a single mom i've seen beautiful success stories of women who have humbled themselves come to the lord and their lives were transformed and god brought them a man a kind and loving generous patient providing protecting man the kind of man that you know that you want in your life and in your children's life so that is good to have i'm gonna affirm that (laughs) it's good to want to have an organized and orderly home you're not crazy for wanting things to be organized a specific way why because your environment determines honestly like it can determine your mood but it can also set up the stage for how you work And I have heard it said that how, like, if you want to see, take a peek into someone's brain or their, um, what's the word, their brain or their mind, (laughs) the mind, take a look at their closet, 
take a look at their room and you'll see. That's why you see, if you've ever seen that trend online, like a depression room, it looks so messy and cluttered and there's trash everywhere because that's how people feel inside. They feel like they're a mess and they have no energy or any, they have no, I don't know what, they like feel like they can't do anything about it. They feel hopeless, in other words. That was the word I was looking for. Moving on to what else is good. It's good to have children that listen and obey and respect you. This is something that I feel like I forgot, but thankfully with the people in my life, they've been speaking that in to me, like reminding me it's good to have a child that listens, obeys, and respects you. And you should not and do not tolerate disrespect from your children. I'm not going to sit here and tell you how to parent your child. You know your child best, but go back to the Bible. Go back to, you know, look at parents who have successfully raised children, not parents who are parenting right now, but like have adult children who are married and their grandkids are well-behaved. Seek advice from those people. That's something that I also just learned that I wanted to drop with you. But it's good to have kids that are kind and listen to you and also giving them a space to express themselves and and have fun. I'm not putting that down at all. But moving on, it is also good to want a healthy and fit lifestyle and physique even. If you want your body, you know, if you have a goal for for how you want your body to look, that's okay. Of course, make it attainable, not unrealistic. (laughs) and you should actually want this because it boosts your confidence all around like there's a reason why they say look good feel good I know I feel better after I've done my hair put on a cute outfit done my makeup like it's okay to want those things and the reason why I'm highlighting these things is because society tells you that it's wrong that it's like a phobia no I'm not gonna sit here and lie to you I'm gonna tell you the truth the, the society this world needs classy organized kind loving women and your children deserve a kind loving classy and cute mom whatever your style is as long as it's appropriate i am gonna add that <laughs> but i want you to know that i truly want the best for you just reiterating that i'm gonna tell you why accountability is required to grow as a woman and why it's going to change your life so are you ready it's because no one is coming to save you no one is coming to rescue you from your situation no one owes you anything you may feel like some people owe you an apology which sure but no one is going to give that to you if they've already shown you who they are. And no one but you is going to be able to not just plan, but actually do the work that is necessary. So you can scroll on TikTok and you can watch YouTube videos and you can listen to podcasts and you can read books and go to therapy and do all the things and learn all the things. But unless you implement or put into practice the things that you've learned you're just going to be going in circles and you're lying to yourself if you think that just by learning you're actually making a change which I would argue sure you've learned something new that you didn't know before and maybe if you have struggled with reading and like actually 
consuming something that is valuable, that's a good step. But what creates change is actually putting those things into practice. Like think about when you were when you were learning how to read. You didn't just practice the sounds in school. You actually had a little reading group and then a little book that you would take home and practice in the evening so that you could practice and implement those vowel sounds and putting words together. So, moving on. When you go to work or you clock in or log on, at least that's what I do since I'm on my laptop, or at least you show up. And that is a key word here. You show up. That is the same frame of mind that you need to have in all the other areas of your life. You need to think, if I don't show up, or aka if I don't do the things I need to do, the work is not going to get done. The work is not going to be completed today. And this may sound scary to you, but it's reality. And even if you do what seems like the smallest thing, for example, putting your phone down and taking an extra five minutes to lay out your kids' clothes the night before so you're not a stressed, hot mess mom in the morning, or setting your budget before payday so that you don't overspend and then have to use your credit card again after you said you wouldn't because you have a goal to get out of debt. I'm raising my hand because that is my personal experience. But what you're doing is you're training your brain to do what is right. And a lot of times what is right can be hard and uncomfortable. You know that phrase, choose your hard? Like, it's hard to be overweight. It's hard to be to eat healthy. It's hard to be divorced. It's also hard to be married. It's hard to... Life is hard without kids. Life is hard with kids. And you're choosing your hard. And I'm not advocating to get rid of your kids, by the way. I'm just saying life, regardless of the situation, has its challenges. But through the hard and the uncomfortable, that is how growth happens. And I'm going to tell you a quick story. (laughs) I used to get growing pains as a kid. It was the worst. I still remember the feeling of the pain. Oh, my gosh. But it turns out I needed more magnesium in my diet. (laughs) And I learned that as an adult. But anyways, I could feel the pain in my legs as they were growing. And it was awful. But what was the outcome of that? I grew, literally. And another example for you is when I had my daughter at 19. And after two weeks of my mom helping me during those newborn night feedings, she stopped coming to my room. And she didn't really give me like a heads up but I just remember that I still remember I'm playing in my head right now that night she didn't come on purpose and I remember having like that moment like what am I gonna do but I quickly realized I know what I know what I'm supposed to do and thankfully my mom understood the fact that I needed to go through that hard like newborn mom phase at night by myself to learn and grow as a mom as a mother it sounds harsh but it's true because what happens when you stay in a place where someone is constantly helping you is you become dependent on that 
And what I'm not saying is help is bad and wrong. No, there's time. It is good to be able to ask for help and how to vocalize your needs and wants. However, you have to be at a place as not just a a woman, but a person who can take care of themselves. Not to just for this crazy, like, I'm independent and don't need anyone. No, but you're not a child. You're an adult. And God gave you this beautiful life. And maybe you don't think it's beautiful right now, but taking responsibility and taking what God has given you and using that to the best that you can, taking care of it, that speaks volumes about who you are. And so I just want to go back to this point about growth only happens through discomfort. And a verse that I want to touch on that has been on my mind, and this, I'm going to be transparent with y'all, this has been on my mind when it comes to like disciplining my, my child because I used to struggle with being stern and firm and consistent with how I disciplined her. And I'll give you a praise report. She's been listening so much better now. Even on the moments where like, you know, um, she's going through it and going through the emotions and I have to, you know, be stern and firm. She actually listens to me during that. And that used to be something that like, she is much more quick to listen and that doesn't mean I'm not fun and don't like to have spontaneous playful moments with her but she knows that mommy is serious and mommy means what she says and I want that for you too your home will be in such a great order when you do that and it has a domino effect if you are able if you have multiple children obviously you're gonna have to find what works best but children thrive on order and routine. And yes, there's a time for them to go run around and stuff like that. I'm not discrediting that. But this verse, sorry, <laughs> I went on a tangent. This verse and going back to growth only happens through discomfort. Here is Hebrews 12:11. No discipline is enjoyable while it is happening. It's painful. But afterward, there will be a peaceful harvest of right living for those who are trained in this way. Excuse me, I burped in the middle of that. Right living for those who are trained in this way. No discipline is fun or cute or even aesthetic like a TikTok that you see. It's none of that. It's hitting snooze at like five in the morning and then getting up at 5.15, even though you wanted to stay in bed, but you know that that's the only time that you have to be in God's word and pray and journal and prepare. It's saying, no, I'm not gonna watch a YouTube video before I go to bed. I'm gonna go put my phone in the bathroom counter so that I get to bed on time and I'm not cranky and irritable in the morning. It's hard. And I do think you can make it fun, but at the end of the day, like I just kind of explained to you, you're saying no to the things that keep you in the same place, that keep you in the same cycle of, I want to do better, but I can't, but ugh, 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 ugh. Just remember, when you're saying no to something, you're saying yes to something else. So what do you want to say yes to? And of course, 
after the discipline and especially being consistent with that, you will get a great reward. You will have grown. And so going back to accountability, how does this relate? Well, let me ask you this. What do you need to do that is actually going to bring you closer to your goal? If it's planning today and starting the first task tomorrow, do that. If it's meal prepping tonight and actually eating your prepped lunch tomorrow, do that. If it's starting to train your child to go to bed by 8.30, no matter how hard it is, maybe even if you have to kind of put a little incentive there, do it. You're starting. And after you do it one day, you clock in again. And then you clock in again. You clock in the next day. And you keep clocking in day after day. And then when you go to bed at night, you will either be proud of yourself for getting the necessary work done, or you will be aware, at least I hope you'll be aware, of what excuses you let get in the way. And that's holding yourself accountable. Now, you know I'm someone who likes practical things as well and bringing in other people alongside you. So I do want to say, if you have a friend or a journal or even your phone, use it to keep track of what you're trying to accomplish. So use it to keep track of what you want to keep track of. (laughs) There's so many tools today to habit track and plan ahead. So, you know, if that's a planner, start using it. I have started using my planner this year, guys, and just consistently. And oh my goodness, it's doing such wonders for my mind and for just my productivity so I'll link that in the description below. I don't get anything from it. I just, I just want to share with you the planner that I have. And for habit tracking as well, there's so many different tools. Like on Canva, there's so many free habit trackers. You can download one. You can edit it to what you want to put on it. There you go. But no matter what you use, you will personally know what you did or did not do. So this process of holding yourself accountable I want to add that it's lifelong and it's not overnight. So remember that it's a journey and a lifestyle and you're not alone in that. So with that being said, this episode is over and I love you and I wish the best for you. I'm your biggest cheerleader. And if you need help, need prayer request, please email me. Hello at time management for single moms.com. I want to support you in the best way possible. So don't hesitate to reach out to me. But thanks for listening and have a great day. I'll see you in the next one.